Good morning, DFS fans, and welcome to another edition of Sports Ito's DFS Today. This is your Tuesday, January 25th edition. I am your host, Santino Cucone. We have ourselves a nice nine-game slate for you. Uh, one of the big Tuesdays in a while. It's been very slow on Tuesdays uh, for at least a few weeks. I can't remember the last big one uh, that we had on Tuesday, but uh, we have ourselves a nice big big slate on this one. After a short Monday, uh, not too many games on Monday, so we're coming out hot on Tuesday. Before we get started, uh, I want to give a shout-out over our, to our guys. If you haven't heard of them yet, Thrive Fantasy, our new, brand-new daily fantasy partner here at Sports Ethos. Prop up with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app or at thrivefantasy.com. Use code ETHOS when you sign up to get a 100% deposit match bonus on your first deposit up to 100 bucks, plus either two or four free game tickets to play. Pick player props on the biggest names playing every night. Score points when your props hit, and the players with the most points at the end of the night win a share of the nightly prize money. All right, let's get right into this slate. We have a few games, four of them to be exact, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have two at 7.30, then one at 8, and then two late games at 10 p.m. So it's a lot of early moving and rocking, and then a couple of late games. Uh, but without further ado, first game on the docket is the Denver Nuggets taking on the Detroit Pistons. We have a 219 game total for this, and the Nuggets are six and a half point road favorites. In the injury report we have uh, Barton, Jeff Green, Howard, and Frank Jackson all questionable. Uh, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., Flatco, Kankar. Um, Jeremy Grant, Isaiah Livers, Kelly Olenek, all out for this one. Start with the Nuggets. They are the away team in this one. Uh, and we start right at the top with the big guy, Nikola Jokic. 12500 Easily the most expensive player on this slate. Um, he is $800 more than the second highest priced player in Harden. And $1,200 more than the next highest after that, which is another center option in Joel Embiid. Uh, so he is clearly head over heels, the highest priced guy. Uh, and for good reason. I mean, they're one, they're going against Detroit. He should easily feast in this matchup Two, He's just been insane. Uh, the last four games, his lowest fantasy point total 62 fantasy points, 62.25 DK points. Um, he's just been crazy. He has multiple triple doubles. Uh, three of them, to be exact, in those last four games. Didn't get one in the last one, but he had 34, 9, and 8. So, pretty damn close. Uh, he's just been insane. And with that, whatever his price tag is, he's uh, certainly within play each time. Aaron Gordon starting to play a lot better. Uh, starting to get in the groove here. He has himself, uh, before the last game, he had three such straight games of over 40 fantasy points, um, DK points. Last game, this is a rematch of this team's last game. Uh, so they did play Detroit. They were at home. Uh, they won by six. He only put up 23 points, 13 actual points, four boards, three assists. Um, I still think he's slightly in play if you don't want to play up to 
for Jokic. Him and Barton are two guys you can think about, uh, as is Monte Morris. <clears throat> I, I think all of those guys are in play to varying, varying degrees. For, uh, they, this is a really good matchup for them. Uh, they should continue to come out swinging. And uh, being on the road against the team you just faced, I think it'll be pretty pretty close. I mean, the Nuggets really aren't a great team. Uh, Jokic makes them a playoff team, uh, but outside of that, they're not that good. So I, I, I think this is going to be a nice high fantasy scoring night. Um, so I'll take a look at all those guys in varying degrees. On the other side of the ball, <clears throat> we have a team going against a very slow-paced team. Cade uh, Cunningham put up nearly 38 fantasy points against these guys in the last one, uh, 7 of 15 shooting, so very efficient with 8 assists, 5 boards. Probably won't go there at 7-3. I think that's a little little higher of a price. Uh, Sadiq Bey at 6-4 makes more more interesting to me, even though the last two games kind of a downer, and he had a big one, and then two very down games before that. Uh, so his hot, hot streak that he was playing not too long ago Starting to come down. Uh, now he's back in the mid six six Ks. He was hit, hitting in the the mid eight Ks not too long ago at the beginning of the month. So it's a decent price tag for him. Probably still won't have much exposure over there as well. But I do firm over Cunningham just for the nine hundred dollar difference. Uh, in the front court, we thought we had Olenek back. Grant is right around the corner, I would assume. Uh, but both those guys aren't going to be in in this one. Um, so Trey Lyles, Isaiah Stewart, they're going to be going against Jokic, and it's a brutal job. Uh, but they both be coming to play for me. Lyles more so. I think Stewart's going to get himself into foul trouble. Um, Lyles will have to play a lot. In the last game against these guys a couple days ago, Lyles only played 21 minutes. He had 11 shots, though, and had 18 points and 5 boards. Uh, that's very, very solid, 26 fantasy points. here, And there could be more minutes in store in case – uh, of Stewart getting into foul trouble. And speaking of Stewart, he did foul out in the last one in 27 minutes, but he went perfect from the field, 8 of 8, uh, on 18 points, only three boards, though. Um, he's only 4,500, so he he makes some sense to me as well, but I do prefer Lyles. Again, I think he's going to get in foul trouble again for that. Um, and then it depends. If Frank Jackson's back, I think it dings up people that I wasn't really keen on anyway, in like Corey Joseph and uh, Killian Hayes. But it'll ding up like Diallo and everybody shots a little bit. Um, for me, I'm just sticking in the front court uh, with Lyles and Stewart for the most part and, and a little bit of Bay. All right, jumping on over to the next game of the night, we have the Los Angeles Clippers taking on the Washington Wizards in Washington. This starts at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On the injury report uh, for the Clippers, Paul George, Keon Johnson, Kawhi Leonard, Jason Preston. Uh, and then on the other side of the ball, we have nobody out. That is on the big league roster. We have a 216 game total of the few spreads that we have, which is really only three, uh, even though we're doing this near 11. This is the lowest uh, by a couple points of the game that we just did. Uh, and the Wizards are five and a half point home favorites with the Clippers all the way across the country in this one. Starting with the Clippers, uh, looks like everybody is healthy outside the big two guys. Um, so we can look. Everyone's pretty pretty priced accordingly here. Amir Coffee only 5400. He's been playing really well. Him and Nick Batum have been playing really well. Uh, Coffee did just put up a dud of duds in the last one in only 18 minutes. But you look at the body of work before that. Um, 
Very, very solid. I don't know why his price tag didn't change. It actually went up $100 after that game that he only put up 3.5 points. Also, but he's been really solid outside of that. I said Batum. He's been really solid as well. Uh, outside of the last one, he had 33, nearly 50, 24 points in three straight games. Uh, we know Marcus Morris. We know Reggie Jackson are getting bumps here as well. It's not the greatest of matchup um, against the Wizards, but you can there, there is some stuff to like there. Uh, for me, I'm probably sticking. I'm, I'm going to take some chances on Amir Coffee for the most part, a little bit more than Batum for the little discount. Um, and then Marcus Morris Sr. at 6,400. I think the shots are going to be there for him. Uh, the roll's clearly there for him. And I know he went 0 of 9 from the field in the last one. I don't expect that to happen. I expect him to bounce back in this one. All right, jumping on to the other side of the ball. The Wizards are st- I mean, uh, the Clippers are still a tough defensive team, even without their two best defenders there. Uh, so it's some interesting thing to Thinks about uh, some interesting things to think about there. That said, I'm probably not going to spend 9K for Bradley Beal. He has been playing not 9K worth as, as of late. Uh, he just the volume hasn't been there. Kyle Kuzma's at 8-1 now. Uh, he had some big, big games. Uh, last two were near 25. Uh, before that, he was crushing it. I, I think this is more where he is around the 30 point mark. I don't think I'm going to go to him. Dinwiddie is not the type of usage player when there is a Brad Beal in the lineup, uh, so probably not going to go there as well. This is a matchup that I'm I'm likely avoiding. Uh, you look at the front court, Thomas Bryant, Daniel Gafford, Trez Harrell, uh, Rui now, Kuzma, all of these guys are, are playing extra minute. The, the, the center spot is just a three-man uh, head here with Harrell at the top. Uh, so if you're going to go there, I don't mind going to Harrell, but if you look at the last game, he only played seven minutes. I know it was a blowout, but that's still the potential when you have three people vying for pretty much one spot there. Um, so it is tough. I'm probably likely just leaving this team off. Um, maybe take a shot at Caldwell Pope for that 4300 price tag uh, because that is still a solid value, <clears throat> and he can still put up over 25 points in this one. But outside of that, pretty much leaving this this team alone and, and most of the game alone and i'll jump on over to the next game of the night at 7 p.m eastern standard time we have the charlotte hornets taking on the toronto raptors no spread as of yet for this game but we do have an injury for we have gordon hayward questionable Jaden mcdaniels out ken burke goran Dragic, david johnson all out we'll start with the hornets on that side of the ball um, obviously Gordon Hayward is going to be big news here. We already have Jaden McDaniels as out, so that opens up a little bit of minutes in the front court. Um, whether it's PJ Washington, Plumley, Oubre, but Gordon Hayward will open up a spot in the starting lineup and a big 30 minute chunk of, uh, minutes there for again, Kelly Oubre, Cody Martin, uh, whether they go big, small, PJ Washington, we'll see, but if Hayward misses, I really like Ubre here at 5400. Uh, he's been playing minutes in the in the low to mid 20s since he's come back the last three games. That should bump up. Uh, if there is no Hayward, I would expect it to be 30ish minutes. He's going to draw the start, uh, be be pretty productive there. So I like that. Uh, we did see that happen in the last game. <clears throat> he didn't play a ton of minutes. 
only played 23 against Atlanta. But he was ejected. Uh, he was ejected for getting a flagrant foul on that one. Um, so that isn't a full allotment of minutes there. He should have been playing a lot more. Uh, it was in the fourth quarter, but <clears throat> he should be uh, getting closer to 30 minutes in this one. And only a $5,400 price tag. I do like that there. Um, Terry Rozier and LaMelo Ball will get a bump for me. If there's no Gordon Hayward, that's more ball handling and, and facilitating and playmaking there. Uh, probably lean towards Rozier with the price difference. <clears throat> and LaMelo is going to have a lot of Freddie Van Vliet, who's one of the better, most underrated defenders in the league. Um, so I would go Rozier if you're paying up. Ubre I really like a lot. Cody Martin's just a sneaky guy to to look at here too as well. Uh, you know his role will get bigger. He's played played 29 and 28 minutes in the last couple. Um, more minutes available for him as well, and that's cheaper. But I do prefer Ubre would be my favorite play on this side of the ball. If Hayward misses, if Hayward does play, I'll probably still look at Ubre, uh, not as much, and still take a chance on Rozier as well, but not as much as well. On the other side of the ball, I mean, we're we're kind of there on what's happening. Um, starters, Van Vliet, Siakam, OG, Barnes, Trent Jr., going to get run into the ground. Boucher, going to get run up to uh, mid-20s now, possibly 30s if, if he's playing solid. <clears throat> Precious is kind of taking a backseat. And they can go super small in this uh, lineup and not really have to worry about it against Charlotte. Charlotte also does go small, so I expect a lot of that um, Siakam at the five, OG Barnes at the forwards, Trent and Van Vliet in the backcourt. I expect a lot of that to happen. Uh, and against the Charlotte team that plays very sus defense, uh, this is going to be a solid matchup for these guys. And that's where I'll take more of the chances on at the, the higher priced <clears throat> levels in this one. Like a uh, Siakam, I really do think 8,900 solid. Um, I'm going to take some chances on him. I don't mind Frederick Van Vliet as well at 9,100. Um, Chris Boucher, 5,800. He should probably play a lot of backup minutes as a, as a whether they play him at forward or center, uh, tweener. There, Gary Trent Jr. at only 5K. I think that's a really, really good price tag here. Um, they're in a they're in a good matchup. It's just a good. I, I know since Trent came back the last two games, he's not shot the ball great, uh, but he has 18 three point attempts. In, in his 27 shots. So that's, that's something to be said, and only 5K. Um, so I, I'm going to take some chances on a lot of these guys. I really like the matchup here against a uh, Charlotte Hornets team that gives up a lot of points, and I think their the price tags are reasonable. Um, and again, I would go up right at the top at Siakam and Van Vliet, and then lower uh, Shane Trent are the, are the guys that I'm targeting here. All right, next game of the night, we have the New Orleans Pelicans taking on the Philadelphia 76ers. The last game at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. No spread as of yet. The Pelicans don't have an injury report. They are the lone team on the back-to-back. Uh, but Brandon Ingram didn't play tonight. Zion Williamson is definitely out. Um, Trey Murphy just went into protocols. We know Kyra Lewis, Holmes, Lazada, they're all out pretty much for the year. Um, Josh Hart left the game earlier with a ankle twist. Uh, but then he came back, finished out that game, wound up playing 35 minutes in a win against New York. Uh, so, I mean, <clears throat> not against New York, but uh, so that that's something to to keep an eye on. Uh, if his 
ankle swells up over the night. He did he did get cleared. It was early, and he finished the game again. Played a ton of minutes. So keep an eye on that. He might rest in the back end of a back-to-back, especially if they get Brandon Ingram back. Uh, it's easier to say, oh, now we can rest Josh Hart. Just played 36 minutes on a ankle that was uh, a little twisted. Um, they did wind up winning, but keep an eye on that. That might change. They both might be out, and then it changes a ton of things, uh, especially with the Sixers missing a lot of people. But keep an eye on that. Uh, and I guess I'll just go over their team and then throw out the injury report on the other side. Um, yeah, so we're going to have to keep an eye on Ingram and Josh Hart's status. Uh, if Ingram is out, Josh Hart does play. 6500 Really like that price tag. Uh, again, Josh Hart's been awesome. Um, he shrugged off this injury to play 36 minutes, and he had himself a nice 22-10 double-double. Uh, only had two assists. Usually you'd expect more, uh, but he was very efficient from the field and the line. It was 6 of 11 from the field, 9 of 9 from the free throw line. Uh, very, very efficient game from him. So Josh Hart is definitely someone to keep an eye on. Um, usually gets a steal. I would expect more assists, especially if Brandon Ingram isn't there. And at 6500 very, very good price tag. But again, ankle might swell up a bit. Back end of a back-to-back. Brandon Ingram may be back, so they might say, yeah, let's just uh, rest Hart in this one. <clears throat> if Ingram is in and Hart is out, 8200 slightly higher than I want to pay. Uh, Ingram's also dealing with it ankle injury himself. He hasn't really practiced much, uh, so I don't think I'm going to pay 8200 there. J-Val, I'm not going to go 8K against Embiid. Um, I would be looking more towards Devontae Graham at 5200 especially if we don't have Hart Ingram. Uh, Herb Jones at 4500 would become very solid value. Neil, Neil Alexander-Walker would have to be force-fed into minutes here at only 3700 He's a desperation punt play, uh, so those are the people that would be looking at if everybody is healthy, which I don't think they're going to do that. But if everybody is healthy, um, I would stick to Josh Hart, Herb Jones on this side of the ball. On the other side of the ball, uh, Embiid is going to be in a fantastic spot. Let's just be honest. Um, on this side of the ball, we have on the injury report, Seth Curry, Danny Green, Shake Milton, Paul Reed all out. And, and Ben Simmons, of course. Teeth Stiebel questionable to make his return after a week off uh, with shoulder pain. So Embiid is going to be running the show here, going to be in a fantastic matchup. Uh, J-Val is no slouch, but you look at Embiid's last three games, 65 fantasy points at the minimum, 50 actual points, 40 actual points, 38 actual points, all double-doubles. He's just been feasting. So he's squarely within play. Uh, The one game he played against these guys, he played – just over 25 minutes, and had 41 fantasy points. Uh, 22 points, 6 boards, 5 assists. Shot 8 of 17. Eight, 17 shots in 25 minutes. I would expect him to play near 35 in this one. Um, and he, you had an extra 10 minutes there. He's hitting 55-60 in that matchup. And he's going to be asked to do more in this one without Curry and, uh, again and, and Danny Green and a lot of these guys that take shots. So uh, definitely keep an eye on him. Tyrese Maxey at 6,400. Got to continue to play. Uh, I do prefer him at 64 over Tobias at 74. Uh, Tobias is playing, playing really solid, though, uh, and he is worth the money. And then for the last five games, all 38 and a half fantasy points or more. So he has been solid himself. But I like the thousand dollar discount, especially with some of these higher price guys. Um, Tyrese Maxey is going to go get a lot of Devonte Graham. And we know Devonte Graham is smaller. 
He's not the greatest of defenders. Uh, Tyrese Maxey should have a very soft game, especially without Curry, Milton, and, and the boys there. Um, Matisse Thibel is a guy I'm going to keep my eye on. If he is ready to play, he should see himself 25, 30 minutes in this one uh, with the chance to do what he does and get some extra shots. We know the, the stocks are there. Uh, we know sometimes he pitches in everywhere. But if he can score 10 points, you're looking at a very, very solid $3,400 price tag there. All right, jumping on over to the next game. First game at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. I have the Sacramento Kings taking on the Boston Celtics. On the injury report, we have Bull Bull, P.J. Dozier, Bruno Fernando, Sam Hauser, Broderick Thomas, all out, De'Aaron Fox, Damian Jones, questionable. Uh, no spread for this one as of yet, but big news, Kings, road team, Fox, big news. Uh, if he does not play, Fire some Tyrese Halliburton up. Uh, he played 38 minutes in the last one, 24 points, 12 assists, 6 rebounds. He has double uh, well, double doubles in two of the last three. The one in the between, he only scored 9 points. Uh, but we know if Fox is not there, 50 points can be had. If Fox is there, more in the, the mid-30s can be had, and that's still a solid price tag for him. Um, so I'm going to take some a lot of chances on him, especially if Fox is ruled out. 7400 just a great price tag. This is not a daunting defense either. Uh, even if he sees a ton of Marcus Smart, very, very good when he's, he's the lead point guard here and, and getting a ton of usage. Um, outside of him, Fox's availability does determine what happens with Heald, does determine what happens with Terrence Davis. Um, Harrison Barnes, Terrence Davis might draw himself another start. At 6K, it's a little pricey, but the man's been on fire the last three games. Um 37, 40, 54 fantasy points those last three games, getting extra minutes. Uh, he's played 30, 38, and 37 minutes in those three games. If Darren Fox is out again, um, while the price tag is a bit high, it's it's just about Buddy Hills. I do prefer him over Buddy. Uh, he's been playing a lot better. And that's something to think about. I know Harrison Barnes is right there as well, only $200 cheaper. He's going to see a lot of uh, – Tatum and Brown. I think Terrence Davis is going to be forgotten if, again, there's no Fox. I probably prefer Davis over all those guys. And uh, Davion Mitchell, another guy who gets a, a bump here at 4,400. Uh, kind of taking a back seat to Davis, but that's a nice discount to get if, again, there's no Fox. If there is Fox, I think just Halliburton, probably everybody else is uh, going to split it. I might like Harrison Barnes a little bit more uh, than the guys I'm just mentioning at 6,200. <clears throat> we can take a look at uh, Marvin Bagley in this one at 5,500. He had a down game in the last one, uh, but I expect it to bounce back up a little bit. And, yeah, that's that's likely it here. And then I'm going to jump on over to the other side of the ball. Uh, we saw that Marcus Smart is back. Now pretty much everybody on this team is healthy. Uh, so we saw Marcus Smart come back after 13 days off, uh, and he played 31 minutes. He had 32 fantasy points. At 5,900 against this team, that's a solid price tag. Um, six of his nine shots were threes, and he's been taking a lot of threes. Not been making a lot, uh, but he's been taking a lot. We know the minutes are going to be there if he's going to play 31 after missing two weeks, pretty much. So Marcus Smart under 6K, that is a solid price tag to me. Um, Robert Williams is going to be in a, de- in a good spot here, 7,200. I probably won't go there. I'll try and pay up for um uh, Jalen Brown I think Tatum is slightly too much even though Tatum just had himself a uh, big game but um 
think Jason Tatum slightly too much for <coughs> uh, where he is at the moment, <clears throat> even though four of his last five games, at least 42 fantasy points in the last one, he had a 51 point, 10 rebounds, seven assists game. <clears throat> and that was after a 27, 10 and seven. So <clears throat> Tatum is on fire right now. Uh, probably prefer Brown just for the big discount. But if you can fit Tatum in your lineup, definitely can look at there. Um, smart for the value guys. That would be my, my play on this side of the ball. Let's jump on over to the other game. That's at seven 30 Eastern standard time. We have the Los Angeles Lakers taking on the Brooklyn Nets <clears throat> in a battle of what many thought would be finals favorites. Um, <laughs> a lot of things have changed then, but we have no spread on this one. And on the injury report, we have, uh, Anthony Davis probably making his comeback here. He is probable for this one. <clears throat> Kendrick Nunn, Sequoia Dumboya, both out on the Brooklyn side. Paul Mills, uh, Kyrie Irving, Joe Harris, Kevin Durant, David Duke Jr., all out. And Nick Claxton is questionable. <clears throat> oh, got this tickle. Would not come out. Uh, it's still kind of there. Still not coming out. All right. But we'll jump on over. We'll talk about the Lakers here. Now, with Anthony Davis coming back, a lot of thing changes. And I'm saying coming back because he is listed as probable. I would assume he's playing. I don't know how many minutes he's going to play, but a lot of things are going to change. Uh, probably not going to go Braun, Davis, Westbrook. They're all going to have to get readjusted. They're not really adjusted to begin with, but they're all going to have to get readjusted. Uh, Davis might be in a very, very good spot in that front court, especially if Claxton doesn't play. He could take advantage of Aldridge, no Durant there. Um, so think about that, but he's almost 10K. First game back. Uh, I don't really want to play 11-1 for LeBron, too, with the first game back, uh, even though he's probably going to take this game personally, seeing Kyrie on the other side of the ball. I just think we have a lot of solid options in that high-priced here. Uh, for the most part, I'm not going to touch anybody on the Lakers. Uh, we have AD coming back. It's going to change everything. Uh, everyone's slightly priced. Like Malik Monk at 47. Is he still going to start? Uh, is he still going to get that same amount of touches? Uh, how many minutes is AD going to play in this one? I needed some answers before I can start throwing people out here. Um, <clears throat> and with the three big guys getting a ton of usage, uh, I'm going to pass before we see a game or we get some news on uh, what AD's role is going to be. If they're going to say he's going to be limited to like 25 minutes playing spurts, then that'll change things. Then I can take a look at a guy like Malik Monk. Then I could take a look at a guy like Austin Reeves, uh, possibly. Then I could look more at LeBron James or Carmelo Anthony, but um, only slight bumps if that is. Uh, for the most part, I'm just going to leave this side alone and jump to the other side of the ball. Um, <clears throat> we have... Oh, they have uh, Kyrie Irving ineligible to play. Yep, my bad. I forgot they're home. I was going to say, oh, wait. I, I forgot that I read Kyrie. Um, with Kyrie out, changes it does change a ton of things, obviously. James Harden, 11-7. Now it makes a lot of sense. He has to run the entire show here. Um, he has, in the last game, he only had under 40 fantasy points. Before that, he had 73 and 37. Uh, the last home game was 115. He had 63 points. Back-to-back 60-plus -back point games in the last home game. Uh, I think 55-60 in this matchup is doable. Or he, he's going to be the lone guy out there. Uh, with that said, Aldridge, Patty Mills, Two other guys are going to have to play a lot of minutes in this one, and they're 5'5 five, five and 4'9. Um, we don't know if Nick Claxton's going to play, so 
a lot of the offense is going to be shouldered onto those three guys. Uh, Brown, Thomas, Sharp, Edwards, they're all going to pitch in a little bit. But I would much prefer Patty Mills at 4900 than a bunch of other guys very close to his price tag uh, and LaMarcus Aldridge. Uh, Want to get some hardened exposure. But again, there's there's some other options at the big, the top here, so you don't have to fully go there. Uh, Aldridge and Patty Mills are great to get exposure on here. All right, jumping on over to the other side of the ball. We have the San Antonio Spurs taking on the Houston Rockets, another battle of Houston or Texas, my bad. Uh, we have a 236.5 game total, which is probably going to be one of the highest, if not the highest of the night. I only have three spreads as of now. I'm not sure when they're going to start popping up. But the Spurs are four-point road favorites. On the injury report, we have uh, Usman Garuba is out for the Rockets, and nobody on the Spurs' home um, big league team is out for this one. Uh, for the Spurs, they are the away team. That's who we'll start with. We're looking. We'll start with the top guy, another guy at the 10K range, uh, DeJounte Murray. Three straight awesome games. Uh, four games in the last five of over 44 fantasy points. Can even keep going after that. Uh, we'll stick to the last five. Last one against Philly. He shot six of 14 from the field. Still had a near triple-double. One rebound short, 19-12 and nine. Uh, before that, two straight triple-doubles over 60 fantasy points in both of them. Uh, this is another option where he can get a potential triple-double. Um, and he already did against these guys in 36 minutes in their lone meeting. He had 32, 10, and 11 for over 73 fantasy points. Uh Fantastic at 10k. Yeah, he's he's every bit worth it again. Another guy that's uh, we, I mentioned a couple other people. I prefer him over some of those guys like a Jason Tatum. It's just the, the Houston kind of we know Houston isn't isn't great, and the matchup is awesome. And he's just on a roll right now, so uh, definitely someone to keep an eye on there. Uh, the rest of the lineup, I think Derek White at 6k also makes sense, and so does uh, Keldon Johnson. Uh, Derek White didn't play in the first meeting against or in the meeting against these guys, so um, he might take some usage away from Murray in this. But at 6K, I, I think they both can thrive in this matchup. A uh, lot of mouths to feed, a lot to go around here. And Keldon Johnson, he had himself a nice 18.5 rebound game in only 24 minutes against Houston. Uh, had nearly 27 fantasy points. You bump that up to 30 minutes. And he's looking at over 30 points. Uh, I like Keldon Johnson as well in this one. He's only 5K. It's a very solid price tag. Then we could uh, I'm looking at Devin Vassell. Um, the minutes have been dwindling down, but we know he can always get extra minutes. Uh, we've seen that before. And he did a similar thing to Keldon Johnson here. Uh, played under 22 minutes in their lone meeting. Scored just under 21 fantasy points. Uh, so pretty much a point per minute for him and Johnson. He's only 4,200. Cheaper option if you needed it. I think they're all of these guys are in in solid spot when you're going against Houston. The price tags don't aren't crazy. Murray is the only expensive one uh, for obvious reasons. There on the other side of the ball, a lot of chatter. Christian Wood possibly getting traded. Uh, just signed him last year, big free agent signing. Now he's possibly gone. A uh, lot of contenders looking for him. Seeing Charlotte makes a ton of sense. There are Philly rumors, a uh, bunch of other rumors, but until uh, that happens. He's decent play. Uh, only 8K. 8K is a little bit more expensive than I want to go for him. Uh, he has been playing really well the last few uh, five games, we'll just say. Uh, has hit value in all five games, over 41 fantasy points at the least. So he's definitely could bring back value here again. 
He has been playing solid, had 45 fantasy points against these guys in their loan meeting, 23 and 11. I expect that can happen again. Three stocks um, will be in every position to do that, even with a purtle on the other side of the ball. But um, he looks really good. Eric Gordon at 4,700, another guy in a lot of trade rumors. Uh, he's still playing. He has in the last four games at least 32 minutes in one uh, in four of the last five. Uh, the one game that he didn't, he had 29 minutes, so he's still playing a ton of minutes here. He dropped a nice 43-burger against these guys uh, earlier in the year, had 31 actual points. don't think that'll happen again, uh, but under 5K, he's he's a solid play here. We, he can score, and uh, the Spurs defense gives up a lot of points, so um, someone to keep an eye on. Jay Sean Tate, another one, had himself a big game against these guys in the first one with 38 fantasy points, only 5-4. Uh, this is going to be a very... Exciting matchup. Every, every bit of that spread, that's 236.5, uh, makes for a lot of solid plays here, especially with the price tags being so low. So I will have some exposure all around. Uh, Garrison Matthews is a punt play at 3,700. I've been playing mid 20s, 30 minutes in the last few. Uh, keep an eye on him as well. He only had eight points in that first meeting against these guys uh, in 15 minutes, but just a nice punt play there. Uh, KJ Martin. Would be another guy, but I um, I don't think he's going to get the, the minutes. I'd, I'd prefer uh, Matthews in this one. All right, jumping on over to the last two games of the night. We have the Dallas Mavericks taking on the Golden State Warriors. Probably the biggest game uh, of the night record-wise. I did. They're going to have a lot of eyeballs on the Lakers um, nets for obvious reasons, but these two teams are really good teams. Um, we have on the injury report, Sterling Brown only went out for the Mavs. Warriors, Draymond Green, Andre Iguodala, James Wiseman all out. Clay is questionable. Uh, probably not going to play in this one. We'll start with the Mavs. We'll start with Luca, the construction worker. Uh, <laughs> all jokes aside, Luca's playing great. I think he's playing himself into shape. Uh, three out of the last four games, at least 67 fantasy points. Another guy, 10-9. I think he's a little cheap for this one. I know the matchup is super tough, uh, but it's not as t- without Draymond Green. Uh, Draymond is the quarterback of this defense. Then The defense has been getting beat a lot more without Draymond. Uh, just the, the numbers, they're not they're not hitting the rotations as, as much. The defense just isn't there. People don't know where they're going, or they do. They just don't have someone literally coaching them up as they're playing. Um, so I, I think Luca could be worth the money. Uh, Porzingis, I, I, I like a lot, If you, especially if you can't get Luca, I think um, fallback save $3,400 makes a lot of sense. He didn't play against the Warriors uh, yet, but and while he hasn't hit 20 points since, the, since 2021, 20-point uh, scoring-wise, I think he's in store for a pretty solid bounce-back game here. Uh, 30, 30 minutes, he's going to play a lot of center in this. Uh, the Warriors really only have one true center, even with Draymond. Uh, without him, they don't really have a backup. That makes a lot of sense here. So I think Porzingis is going to see a lot of center, small, smaller ball lineups here, uh, and that's going to bode well for him. I really like him here at 7,500. Jalen Brunson's another guy at 6,100. I do have a lot of people that I like in that price range, so I probably won't go to him. I will go more so at... Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, in the one game against these guys, he put up about 24 fantasy points. Uh, for some reason, he has big games against on, on stages like this against the 
Packers against the Knicks, etc. Uh, so I don't mind taking chances on him here. He's only 4,600. Should play high 20s, low 30s. Just a gut feeling on him. I'll take some chances here. But for the most part, Porzingis is the guy I really like. Uh, Luca always in play. Uh, probably won't go there, though, for that price tag. Uh, and take that discount on Porzingis, who I think is going to have a big game. All right, on the other side of the ball, I, again, I don't expect Clay to play. Um, don't really want Curry. The, the Mavs defense has been awesome. That Curry shot's been off. Uh, so don't really want Curry. Don't want Wiggins as much. Uh, but a guy I'm looking at is Jordan Poole. Without Clay Thompson, we know Poole's role is going to be bigger. He was playing really well in the beginning of the year. Last two games, shooting solid, 14 of 28 from the field in the last two games. Um, 20 actual points both of those games. And he averaged about a little over 30 and a half fantasy points in those two games. So I think solid value here is here. I don't think blow-up potential is here in this matchup. The Mavs are playing fantastic basketball, and their defense has picked it up. So uh, not crazy about him, but I think uh, he can bring back value here without huge upside. Gary Payton Jr. is a guy to take a chance on at 4,100. Another guy, I think he can bring back value, not huge upside, but you're not paying a bunch for him. And uh, Otto Porter Jr. has to play a lot of minutes and been playing pretty solid. Uh, my favorite on the team to play is Poole, but I think there's a couple couple cheaper options here. Uh, to keep in mind. All right, last team game of the night. We have the Minnesota Timberwolves taking on the Portland Trailblazers. No spread for this one either, uh, but on the injury report, Patrick Beverly questionable. That's the only one we've got to keep on on the Timberwolves. Uh, and the, the Blazers, Damian Lillard, Larry Nance, Cody Zeller, all out. Uh, Covington, Little, DSJ, all probable. On the Wolves side, uh, like I mentioned, Beverly, keep an eye on him. He missed missed a game. Uh, and Jaden McDaniels drew the start in the last one, played 27 minutes, and had 23.5 fantasy points. So if Beverly does miss again, I would expect Jaden McDaniels to start. Uh, play, a good, play a good role. At 3,600, you can do worse on taking a punt flyer uh, at a like that. Usually you could look at more easily, uh, but he's just really been – he only played 14 minutes in the last game, and – the team scored 136 actual points. So, uh, they didn't blow out Brooklyn. It was 136 to 125. So he he just barely played. Can't really trust him. And he played 31 minutes before that and took 16 shots the game before that. So, uh, very weird here. Uh, Beasley is a punt play in tournaments if you want to take a chance. But McDaniel's drew that start and you get a lot of minutes in the last one. And that's just if Beverly doesn't play. If Beverly does play, 4300 is a solid price tag for him if he can go. Uh, a good amount of minutes here. Um, right ankle sprain, I don't know how many, and he's been in and out of the lineup so much that I don't think they're going to rush him or play him a ton of minutes, but just keep an eye on that. Outside of that, just a very solid matchup. Uh, Portland's been playing really well. Both these play- teams are playing really well right now, fighting for the higher of the playing seeds, possibly uh, out of the playoff or playing seed right now if you're the Timberwolves case. <clears throat> Uh, probably won't go too much Towns, even though under 10K, you can always look at Towns. Uh, Russell, 7-7, probably won't go there. He had back-to-back games, though, of over 47 fantasy points. Uh, this could be a really good matchup for him. Um, I do prefer Edwards over him both, though Edward, Edwards was kind of hurt towards the last game. He's not even on the report for this one, uh, but that's something to keep an eye on. If they say, ooh, he might be limited or whatnot, then I prefer Russell. Um but Jared Vanderbilt is one guy that I'm looking at at his price tag, 5,500. 
kind of fall, fallen off with that uh, massive rebounding numbers that he had uh, a little while ago. Uh, but still in the last one, in the last couple, seven, eight, nine, last three games, he played 32 minutes in the last one that they played. Uh, had five steals, 33 fantasy points, two games straight over 30 fantasy points. I think he's starting to possibly pick that up again. Uh, and this is the matchup against the Blazers team that uh, a lot of rebounds are going to be had. Covington's not known for grabbing a ton of rebounds. Sometimes Nurkic and Towns are going to be battling. I think Vanderbilt has a chance to really gobble them up in this one and only 5,500. 5, um, and on the other side of the ball, Portland, McCollum is 7,500. If we're being frank, though, uh, Simons might continue to be the better player. Uh, 7,200. McCollum has back-to-back games of over 40 fantasy points. Uh, but Simons, I think, is going to be in a matchup here, uh, a couple hundred dollars cheaper. And the kid's been playing awesome. Uh, no, can't fault him. Uh, he had six turnovers in the last one, which is very uncharacteristic unchar- um, of him. He had seven in the four games prior. So... Six was a lot. Toronto's defense is great. Uh, very good. Minnesota, not as much. So uh, I do prefer Simons a little bit over McCollum. Probably not going to go Nurkic. Uh, since Powell is back, it kind of dings both of those guys, though. And at 6,800, he's a guy that I want to chat. But just first game back in uh, almost three weeks. So probably won't go him there. Um, probably going to leave everybody off just because we haven't seen all three of these guys play together. McCollum, Simons. And in Powell, but there's more than enough to go around. Uh, I mentioned Covington. He played for these guys. It's a revenge game. I think he's going to be pretty solid uh, at 5,600. Though I do prefer Vanderbilt, just a guy on the other side of the ball, same price tag. Uh, now that Powell is back, I don't really want to go to Little, even though I like him. It's just going to be a tough matchup. Yeah, I mean, I, I do like this Blazers side of the ball. Um, I think everybody's fairly priced, though. I don't think the upside is massive with Powell now back in the lineup, uh, even though the front quarter is beat up. Nance is still out. Um, I think he can take some shots, but it's more for me of a, of a cash game. I think they're going to be stab- uh, stable, but not huge upsides there. All right. That does it for our nine-game slate. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, before we head out, we can I, we, I can throw my favorite tiered players um, out there. See what we have. All right. Let's start with... Um, I'll start with mid-tier play. And this is going to be... And now... Uh, we'll start with... Yeah, mid-tier play. Um, and this hinges on a status or two. Uh, I do... If Fox doesn't play, I really like Tyrese Halliburton. 7,400. 7, I think he should be the night. Um... And likewise, if Ingram doesn't play and Hart does, 6,500 would be solid for him. Uh, assuming Fox plays, then you can fall back there. Uh, but Halliburton is the play of my preferred play of the night, assuming Fox doesn't play. I think going to be pretty high in a lot of people's. Another guy for the value. We'll stay to uh, the big price, the, the high price guy, too late or for late. Uh, favorite value of the night. And. A lot of this, it's it's weird. A lot of these guys are going to be hinged on if they're playing or not. But this one is, is he playing? On uh, this, my favorite value play of the night would be Matisse Thybul, 3,400. We already don't have Green. We already don't have Curry. Um, people are banged up. A lot of people are banged up on the Sixers. He 
Diebel is questionable to play in this one at 30 in the mid three Ks. Uh, you can get a guy playing 30 something minutes. Conditioning shouldn't be a thing. It was a shoulder, uh, 30 something minutes against the Pelicans. Sign me up for mid three K, uh, especially with the guy's skill set. All right. And jumping on over to the most expensive play of the night. I think most of these guys right on the top are just awesome plays. So I'm going to skip a lot of them. I won't go up the Super Saiyan tier of this 11K. Uh, Murray at 10K. We'll go. That's just a very solid high price guy um, in the price tag. So we'll, we'll go there. But he crushed this Houston team in the first matchup. I know that Derek White wasn't there, but he should crush them again. Um, it's he had a monster triple double. I don't think he's gonna do 32, 11, and 10 again, but he could easily do 25, 10, and 10 with uh, two a couple of steals again, couple threes. I think 60 points is well within the realm of possibilities with some upside there. So, uh, Dejounte Murray at that price tag. All right, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll catch you again tomorrow. Peace. <laughs>